back to the Mailin' Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from the Early Bird CBU studio in Austin, Texas. I am joined by my co-host, Sally Young, after a week off. Wow. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way. Belated. Thanks. But yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy holidays, I guess, is more appropriate since that's passed. Can we say Merry Christmas yet? You can. Whatever, I guess. Whatever you want. Yeah. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Got some good family time in. Parks wasn't with us, unfortunately, but I got some family time in. We had a good time. Was he on a PJ again, or what was the deal? Yeah, he went to, out to California. You know, he's got to go see his people out there. He's got to go meet with his agent. and Very, very popular four-year-old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was Michigan. It was good. I got it some was... snow. Yeah. I'm I was pretty sick the whole time. So, what, like... Since I started school, probably once in the past, every every year for the past three years, I've gotten sick, and then I've just kept being sick for like a month. It just doesn't, I never heal. You're a very sick person. I, I think it it's just like my immune system is nothing right shit. now. Yeah, it's shit. And I'm burning the candle from both ends. Yeah, but me too. this is my last week ever of school, you guys. And you're here with us. Still. Ever. I have two more days left. So Actually, excited? when you're hearing this on Thursday, I'll have one more day left. Wow. I know. How excited are you? Very pumped. And you get to celebrate finishing by our, uh, our dinner. Watch Media Christmas Party. We have a Christmas dinner Should on I Saturday. Should I take it over and make it about me only? We've been calling it a party, but it's it's just a dinner. It can still be a party because aren't we going to yeah, we're going before? Yes. Yeah. And we're going to get drinks afterward. Are we going to do the Gibson? Yeah. Christmas theme bar? Yes, we okay. are. Okay. From yeah. all the non-Austin locals. Yes. <laughs> cool. Gibson, Gibson Street Bar. Um, that being said, I think why my are new... Why doing that? I, I'm unfamiliar. I know the bar. I didn't Gibson, know... Gibson like, gets real into holiday decorations. They're very festive. They have like Christmas-themed drinks, too, and they decorate. It's a cool spot. Um, have y'all been to the place in New York that's like really aggressively Christmas? I think it's Rolf's. No. You know what I'm talking about? I we never got to go when we were in New York a couple of years ago during Christmas. A couple of my friends went. NYC people, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's called Rolf's. And it's like a German restaurant, but it's like way decked out in Christmas. And people like will line the block just to go inside and see it. So Gibson is like that, but um, one millionth of what that is. So it'll be a nice change of pace from mm-hmm. our our post dinner. Uh... Dirty bills. If Klein mentions dirty bills, I'm just going to punch him in the throat. I'm just, just going to go right for the throat. I'm not having it. I'll go home. I will Gibson's go home. does have a really good toddy, which is the only thing that cured me on Thanksgiving from like keeling over and dying. Unfortunately, it will be about 60 degrees Saturday night. It, you can drink a toddy anytime. A hot toddy? Yeah. Well, you can. You 60, can. 60 is not too warm. To drink a toddy. It's cool. It's a chill. It's borderline chilly. If there's any kind of breeze downtown. Yeah. All right. Okay. Fuck it. Guys, I do have to say, before we start, I have two bonus questions today. That's right, two. Should we lop one of these questions off? You want to just do it right now? No, I'm saying like... No, no, no. I was going to say... Okay. It's, they're pretty short. Okay. So. All right. Before we get into it, the hotline number is 888-362-MAIL, M-A-I-L. That's 888-362-6245. You can also write in if you would prefer. There's a link in the Twitter bio at Mailin Podcast. You guys ready? Dave, you ready to read? I am ready to read. Let's roll. Hey, Mailin gang. Need some advice for a perplexing situation. Hoping Sally in particular might be able to offer some 
unique insight. My girlfriend is in medical school and is just about to finish her two-month-long OBGYN rotation. After weeks of watching the various ways humans can exit other humans and examining certain body parts on people with extremely questionable hygiene, let's just say things have completely dried up in the bedroom. The phrase completely disinterested would be an understatement. I do my best to help her feel better as a whole because that's obviously most important, but I'd like to help her get that sexy feeling back. Any and all suggestions would be appreciated for additional context. We've been dating for four years, so it's not like we'd get after it every night anyways, but it's just been a long two months. Also, limited disposable income and free time make nice dinners or trips hard to come by. Love you guys. Thanks. Wow, Sally, yeah. can you offer some insight <laughs> yeah. on things drying up in I the bedroom? I would just like to say, it seems like a, a solid dude. He's like legit concerned. He's like, how do yeah. I how do I help her out? Like, I'm, I'm being, I'm there for her. Etc. But I don't know, Sally. Do you have any insight into you this? You don't have to, to get, help you have to get into out. your sex life, of course. But you may just have to help her out by like being patient. I know that sucks to say. Uh, one of the things, I mean, I personally didn't have to go through like an OBGYN rotation. I do a lot of OB stuff. Can you explain something mm-hmm. real quick? Um, do you just get placed certain places that you don't you don't get to choose? What me or other men? Just in ge- generally speaking, I mean, so someone like, who's going through medical school, like she's OBGYN rotation. Did she choose that or was she placed there? Most of the time, you have to do a rotation in like all your like basic stuff. So like okay. OBGYN, pediatrics, like you know, what I'm saying the specialties, and then that way you kind of know. Okay, I liked that or I hated right. it. Like surgery, um, like primary care doctors, all of those things, because then. If you've never done it before, how would you know if you wanted to do that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anesthesia is one of them. So, um, yeah, you. I mean, I I didn't go to med school, so I don't know right. exactly what how it works for them. But that's how we did it in nursing school. You you have to do like certain clinical rotations through every kind of specialty, so you know where you're what you want to do. How long are these rotations? It sounds like hers was like two months, but one to two months. Well, he says they're t- he's oh. She's about to fin- <clears throat> about to finish her two month long. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, one, she's probably really stressed out already, like with school, and so that is knock number one on the sex life. Because like I feel like when you're stressed and you're tired and you're anxious and all of those things, like the n- first thing that you want to do, most people is like not have sex. It's like to go to sleep and take care of yourself so that could be part of it as well but have you ever seen a baby be born yes, i mean did you I watch parks like come out of the birth canal um i i wasn't at the business end yeah um but i was i was right next to her like holding her hand and whatnot so i i, I experienced i know it's a gross situation it's not like i feel like people look at it one of two ways either you're like oh my god this is a freaking miracle life is beautiful i can't believe this is happening or you're like Oh my God. Like I, I would have looked, but I, I don't do well with um blood and stuff like that. Blood and and, and bodily stuff. It's right. just it I I get lightheaded and I pass out. And you have to like this girl is probably you know, every moment is probably not a happy moment either. They're like things can happen or emergencies can happen. So maybe that is weighing on her a little bit too. I mean being in OB, the baby part can be very, very happy and very emotional at the same time. The gynecologic part can be whatever, like 
you want it to be. I mean, being patient, I think, is a great a great call. Yeah. Let her get it. You know, let her finish her rotation. Yeah. And then a couple Just weeks go by, a month is... go by, two months go by. We'll see right. how if things don't get back to a more normal situation in the bedroom. But this is normal. I feel like most women who go through this, like that I've talked to, who went through nursing school or med school or something like that, they either have this reaction where they're like, uh, or they get out of it and they're like, we need to have a baby right now, yeah. like immediately. So, you okay. know, if you don't want to have a kid, maybe this is the lesser of two evils, you know, but be patient with her. If it really becomes an issue, talk to her be like, is there anything I can do? Like, what's up? Because it could just be stress and yeah. other stuff. She's just tired, probably. Tired. Combination of all of it. Stressed. Doesn't like you are most days. Like me all the time. (laughs) Not today. That's right. That's right. Um. Okay. Yeah. You know what I thought about doing when I was reading that? I thought about doing a Dylan and reading OBGYN as Obgen. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, like to be funny or like accidentally? No, it was like a joke. Okay. I just wanted to, to let everybody know, like, it, it did run through my mind, but it was kind of a serious question. Wait, so. pull a Dylan? Is that what you said? Well, the Sply Company. It's oh, in, like, the same Spli. vein. H.C. Yeah, Spy. That's different. It's different, but... <laughs> Why do they shorten it? Just spell know. out Supply, Dude, damn it. It, it. that real estate costs money, man. Whatever. Gotta have that sign game. Oh, man. Good question. Coming out of the gate hot. Yeah. Yeah. Or not so. hot. Talking about anatomy and stuff. Love it. Let's talk Missouri. Oh, hell yeah. Let's talk Missouri. That's what we want to talk about. Spelled M-E-J-U-R-I. Sal, you know this. The fine jewelry company that is finally changing the narrative that's existed around fine jewelry for hundreds of years. Oh, yeah. So let me just say, I got two pairs of earrings from them. One is like these, um, they're little hoops that have um sapphires in them and they're double so it looks like you're wearing multiple piercings which is really in right now by the way you guys um the other ones i have are these like hanging pearls and i wore them to lily's wedding the hanging pearl ones and then i also wore them to thanksgiving and then also wore them like out i feel like there's all of their jewelry is very like um you can wear it really nice and dressed up and like to a black tie event or you could wear it every day. That's what's great about it. There's really no occasion that you can't wear it to. So I wore it to special occasions, but then it's also like an everyday piece that's going to be classic. So that's my favorite thing about all of it because all of the pieces are something that I would buy. It's not like trendy stuff where you look at it and then five months later you're not wearing it because it was something that was in style then. So that's my favorite part about it. And I actually got so many compliments on the pearls that I was wearing and they were at a great price point. Like you would think that these earrings that I had were like hundreds and hundreds of dollars and they're like a really good price. Um, The other thing is they have what I was talking about earlier with the multiple piercings. So the earrings I have are like one earring, but two hoops, which looks cool, but they have single earrings. So I don't know if y'all see girls doing this all the time, but this is really in. There's like, a couple holes in their ears and they have different earrings for each hole. So you yeah. got kind of like a whole jewelry thing going on and they sell single earrings. So you don't have to buy a pair of like two diamond earrings. You can just get one. They have really cute designs. I think okay. they just did a celestial series. So they have like stars and lightning bolts Damn. and very on trend. Have you peeped that solo diamond bracelet? 
I I have peeped a couple of really nice pieces that I was going to send Will's way for Christmas. Uh, I mean, because all of this stuff is like things that your girlfriend or if you were a girl, you would want yourself. Because it's for me, the biggest issue with jewelry is I don't wear a lot of flashy stuff. I want like classic pieces. And this is exactly what that is. It's subtle, subtle, but beautiful, you know, and for what their prices are, it's crazy. Because a lot of this stuff, if you went into like a department store or something, you would be paying crazy amounts because it's really nice and good quality. And Missouri gives you that and gives you gold-plated things and gold or diamonds. And they're not marking it up astronomically. So that's my favorite part about the whole thing. But I got tons of compliments on both pairs of earrings. Check so, them out on the gram. Yeah, Check them out at Missouri, M-E-J-U-R-I. This week, they're featuring the Tube Hoops edition. Dylan, they used to call you Tube Hoops. <laughs> that's, that's right. The Tube Hoops are what I have. That's what you have. Yeah. I apologize. No, they look great. All right, listen. You can treat yourself right now. Go to Missouri.com slash mail-in for free shipping on orders over $100. Spelled M-E-J-U-R-I, as we said. Dot com slash mail-in. Missouri.com slash mail-in. Missouri. Missouri. I kind of like saying it. Missouri. Missouri. It's a, it's, it's a tight one. Luxurious sound. <laughs> Dave? Howdy. I have extra toothbrushes in my bathroom for when I meet a new female and they stay over. Is this weird? I'm not a dentist or anything like that. <laughs> I, don't know why, I don't know why he had to qualify this by saying he's not a dentist. I mean, we all brush our teeth, yeah. sir. Um. I don't know if this is a weird move, but it's 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 a pretty presumptuous move and, like we and get pretty it, you cocky. Sling. He says he has toothbrushes, like multiple, yeah, like ready for you know in case he has a couple girls come over in, in any uh, given week or something. This is a good like I have, I have this for like guests because we've we've had a few people stay, yeah, and you know sometimes people or, you know sometimes people go get hammered and they would need to stay at my place. If you have yeah. a guest bedroom, which yeah. you do have, yeah, then it makes much more sense. If this guy's in a one bedroom apartment. It it make less sense to have you know guest toothbrush or like guest bedding. Make yeah, it, it's here, for it's for people who are crashing with. Here's them. here's my uh, at first when I read this I was like way to go guy, letting girls clean their teeth oral hygiene. And now that we're talking about it, I'm like, if I would have spent the night with this guy and like, he's like, oh, hey, uh, grab a toothbrush from the toothbrush drawer, I'd be like, yeah. what the hell? Or what if he's like, you you reach for one? And say, oh, don't don't use that one. That one's already been used. Yeah. Like it just it's just kind of well, weird. Surely, to me. if they're being used, he's tossing them, right? No one expects you to have a toothbrush for them. And if you if you're just gonna crash at someone's place, no one's gonna. Yeah, expect no one a expects it. It might be a nice surprise, but the only way that I would be surprised and not creeped out is like if you were like, hey. I think I might have an extra toothbrush from when I went to the dentist last week. Yeah. Like present it like that. So she doesn't just think you're like buying a bunch of toothbrushes. Yeah. Don't have like a, a, a drawer, a drawer that's like dedicated and like she opens yeah. it and there's like a hundred toothbrushes in there. That would this be actually wouldn't make more law. sense if he was a dentist. Like, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like he's like, maybe that's why I really care that. about your oral hygiene and I have a bunch of access to toothbrushes. If I were to crash at some chick's place and uh-huh. I, I don't, I don't do that. But if I were to, I wouldn't expect like to to be able to brush my teeth. Like I'm just gonna get up and leave in the morning. And I'll go home and take care of it. You know, I might be like, oh man, I need a. You know, do you ever um, share toothbrushes with people? Oh, um, I have only in like sticky situations. Like right, if if she forgot 
Yeah. You know, I'd be like, oh, you just use mine. We, you know, right. whatever. Like we, we, we made we, out. Yeah, we kiss. It's not a big deal. But I, no, like, I think it's pretty gross. We're killing Dave over here. Yeah, Dave like, does. Germ Dave is like, oh. I don't oh. think I've ever done that. Just kidding. Unless, someone, someone in our group does that though. Is it you? It's y'all. That's yeah. right. It's you and Will do. We share a toothbrush. Have, they share no, you a toothbrush. Don't. We straight oh, yeah. up share a toothbrush. They do. Oh my God. Is your mind blown, Dave? About to kill himself. Why? Because. Just get a toothbrush. It just feel like you're transmitting. Even You're not making out every night. Okay. No offense. I, you know what I mean? So it's like you got to have give your body a break from the other person. Let your let your own saliva and immune system. We don't like, chill. chill all the time. Just a lot of the time. <laughs> Damn, you know what the you know what the you know what this guy needs to do, uh, or anybody who's like thinking maybe I should be doing this, just get a really nice bottle of Listerine. Yeah, actually, that's the powerful a good idea. shit that like burns your mouth if you're a little yeah. bitch like me. And that's the I mean that's almost as good as brushing your teeth. It, you don't you still don't have like the feel like you still have the plaque and shit, but like you don't have bad breath. Yeah, I've done like uh, in a pinch. I've done the finger toothbrush before. That, Such, it, that's so defeating. Doesn't even. Work. I know, but it, it does it's, nothing. It's, it's like when for, you're feeling the plaque on your uh, teeth, and you're like, "Fuck." But it, is, but if you get toothpaste like across, you know, your whole teeth situation, it feels cleaner. Even you know, it's not really cleaning, yeah, yeah. But you you feel fresher, and that's why I think I do it. Yeah. I also will just take some toothpaste, throw it in my mouth, and then with just some water, swish and just it around. Swish, swish it around like it's in a pinch. Yeah. Just just for a, a quick shot of. You know, fresh breath. Don't waste your money on scope. Scope does nothing. Scope is some little How bitch noted. ass. Not a scope pod. Oh, what's wrong no. with scope, dog? It's just weak. It, like it's it's for people who can't handle listerine. <laughs> Dave only wants you to do it if it's gonna burn a hole in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, don't well, do it every day. I feel like it would probably okay. give you. I love using mouthwash. This is not. The, okay, back to his question. I. I kind of almost feel like if I was a. If I was had stayed the night with him, I'd be like, "How many girls do you have right. stay here?" That's what I'm saying. It's. I think it's gonna make me question it more than I'll be like, "Wow, that's so nice." Now, this guy's really sleeping around, man. He's. Got it a- is a nice thought. Thank you very much for like thinking of people and having a toothbrush, you know. But if you're gonna do it, I, I think you don't do it. Yeah. I just think it's a it's a bad look. I agree. It's a bad look. It, it'll it'll. I don't think there's put a way to in their, in their head. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> People are going to start calling you the dentist behind your back. This <laughs> Maybe guy, he uh, wants call, to be a dentist. The, the emailer? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't do this. Right, let's get to the first voicemail. What up, fam? Uh, Chris calling from Dallas. Longtime listener. Uh, even back in the Grand X days. Love all y'all. Y'all are great. Uh, don't ever stop what you're doing. Anyway, um, I'm 30. I'm graduating from a master's program in financial planning here next summer. Um, I'm wanting to blow it out and go on like a really cool international trip here to kind of celebrate. Um, The caveat, my parents, as a graduation gift, have offered to put me on a plane first class anywhere in the world, wherever I want to go. Um, and it doesn't have to be like a round trip where fly in somewhere and have to leave from that same place. So we can get a little creative with this one. The question is, where should I go? Yeah. So that's what I need to know. Need y'all's help. Um, hopefully it's a fun one for y'all. Oh, budget wise, money stuff, probably important. 
uh, again, parents are paying for the airfare, but wherever I go, I'm trying to keep it under five six. Been saving up for this for a while, so can have a little bit of fun with that. Anyway, love you guys. Bye. Five figs, huh? Five figs. Wow. Can play around with that. Not exactly tactical. That's a hell of a graduation gift, by the way. Yeah. Take you go anywhere you want in the world first class. Yeah. He's going solo. Shit. Sounds like it. Dude, I'm thinking of Ryan. Like what Ryan's doing right now. Like, so we used to work with a guy named Ryan at uh, Grand X. He was kind of in charge of Man Outfitters, and he recently like quit his job here at Man Outfitters, and now he's by himself traveling the world. And he's documenting it on Instagram, and I should probably just put his handle out there because he's taking. He's going to wild ass places. He's he's doing a great job of documenting it. Honestly, if <laughs> he was doing a little too much vlogging at first. Uh, but now he's just like he's letting the game come to him, and it's it's fantastic. But he did Europe, he did Russia, and now I think he's in South America, South or Central. Where, where's uh, Machu Picchu? Peru. Yeah, South America. South America. Um, I think that he should go to Japan. Okay. Personally. Okay. I think you go other places besides Japan, but Japan is currently number one on my list of places to go to. Um, if he hasn't done Europe, I think you have to do Europe. I agree, but here, here is my think outside of the box um, take. I, I Will and I are going to do Europe for a honeymoon. Well, we're just doing Italy, but we are going to be in Europe, and we're actually also going to Europe in like a month. Mm-hmm. Actually, like like twenty days. Yeah, we know. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, Europe is always going to be there, and Europe is super tight, but. Europe is a lot more friendly for romantic vacations and family vacations and well, things like that. I think like it that. sets up great for a solo vacation. But I also think you could really go do some cool shit in Asia. And I feel like if you're going to be alone and you want to see stuff, I, I guess it depends on what he's already done. Like if I've he's already you, been to Europe, I would say don't go back. I've heard Japan is really tight. I just... I don't have any desire to go. I don't know why. I felt the same way. And Will really wants to go to Japan. And then I've had two friends in the past year go. Really like three friends actually. And it's everything they're doing. I'm like, that is so awesome. Because you just, it's a totally, I mean, obviously every country you're going to go to is going to be a really different culture. But it's like a completely different culture from ours. If I'm this guy and I'm assuming I'm going solo, I'm doing like Germany, Switzerland, Italy. Okay. Um, I think there are there's a ton of stuff to do in those three countries, with a mixture of like culture and sightseeing. Um, you can even get like go to Lake Como or go to the Med and just get some like some, you know, some coastline action in. Uh, I just think that's a good, and you could spend I don't know, fifteen days. Yeah. Five five in each country. Uh huh. Um. That's what I would do. Okay. Mine is flying to Tokyo, do Tokyo and like Kyoto and go like really immerse yourself in Japan for like 10 days. And then if you want, you like want because you're over in Asia, like go over either to China, which I don't eh, like, not that meh about China, but I would rather if you like want the like beachy thing, you could like go to like Vietnam or Thailand because you're over there and then fly back. Because okay. you got to go across the Pacific. So you're already yeah. across the Pacific like 
stay across the Pacific. Don't go to the like the beach. Well, yeah. Number one, solo. That's not a good solo trip. Number two, you're going to get a little stir crazy and you're going to want to like move around and go yeah. see other shit. There are like so many awesome places in this world. I mean, another South America would be really cool too. Um, I have had had a couple friends who went to Machu Picchu and loved it, like hiked the whole thing. I've also heard awesome things about Argentina because you can like go to Buenos Aires and also do Patagonia. Um, I've heard great things about South Africa. You could do a whole Australia, New Zealand trip. Yeah. Ooh, um, that'd be a good one. And like that on first class would be really awesome because it's a, very it's long a shitty flight. flight. It's so long. Um. I, for sure, he needs to do something where if he's going to be alone, like have activities to do and like go explore yeah. and things to see. But my my recommendation is Japan. So yours is Europe. Dave? I don't hate Europe. I know it's it's probably your easiest to figure out because I think the, the, the system of hostels and whatnot I think that's pretty easy to figure out for Americans based on all the people I know that have done it. Yeah. Um, I like the South America thing. I've never been. That sounds alluring. There's a, a ton of like ancient history down there. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be tight. But man, flying first class to Europe just sounds sick. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's going to be a ball and ass flight. Flying to Munich or something. Yeah. I mean, if you want to stretch your money for the flight the most, probably going to Australia is like the move or like Singapore. But a flight to Europe is plenty long. Like, I don't care how I know. I'm just saying I don't care how dope the flight is. You never want to have to like if you're going to get this first class flight, like 17 hour first class. First class to Australia. How much? That's got to be so expensive. I'm sure. I mean, I don't know. Many, many thousands of dollars. uh, My sister and her boyfriend just went to Australia probably a couple months ago and they flew like Delta Comfort, like it wasn't even the first class. And I think it was, I, they actually, it was not as much as I thought it was going to be. It was like a thousand something. What? Yeah. Probably, was, but they didn't have like one the whole way. So like like sleeping pod thing 2, and all that. each way, yeah. Or round trip. Um, No, they just had like the extra leg room. Okay. But then it's like international flights. So you get like free drinks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Follow Ryan, R-H-Y-N-E underscore Simpson, S-I-M-P-S-O-N. If you want to check out some of this stuff. for this dude to be in. Yeah, yeah good for cool. you, man. Yeah. Your parents are, are real ones for that. Let's do the next one, Dave. Longtime backer here from Texas. Any advice for cold feet? I'm getting married really young, 23, and it's just hitting me how I'm losing all freedom and the ability to be truly selfish. I love my fiance and it's nothing to do with him. Just the idea of losing my independence. Love the pod and all you guys. Um, since this, since this person is asking, um, I will say that I think 23 is way too young to get married. I agree. You just don't know who the hell you are yet. Yeah. You're going to change a lot over the next, I don't know, 10 years. Um, and so will your spouse. Yeah. Um, but this doesn't mean you're losing your freedom. I mean, just because you're going to get married to somebody, you can still be your own person and, and do the kind of shit you like to do. I, I don't, so I don't really follow that all that much. I, I know things change. Right. But you can, you're not, you're not going to lose your freedom. I guess my advice to this girl, I agree with you. I think 23 is too young to get married. And if I would have gotten married at 23, I didn't know who I was at 23. Like 
I'm 30. That was seven years ago. I can't, I was a baby then. Yeah. Um, but that being said, people get married at 23 and do fine. And I think you being worried about losing your independence is not unfounded because it's always a little scary to realize like, oh, I'm committing myself to this person for the rest of my life. Maybe I am less worried about that now than I would have been at 23 because I have done a lot of stuff and I'm very ready to settle down. Here's the phrase that concerns me. Um, this person uses, she says, this is she? I think she said she. she. Yeah. Okay. Um, losing the ability to be quote unquote truly selfish. What's me, to me, I, I take that to mean she's worried that she's going to be able to just like maybe be physical with only one person the rest of her life. Yeah, I is that, is that, is I didn't that see it at that. I, I meant more. I think, well, the way I took it was like selfish as in like your own interests. You're not looking out for anyone else. Okay. And the reason I have a problem with that is I think if you're in a relationship with someone that you're going to marry, like you probably should have already given that up. In the same way that I feel like the reason I'm not ready to be a mom yet is because I'm not ready to be, I, I still want to be selfish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I hope I don't feel that way when I'm actually pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, here's the deal. I think you can, if you're in love and you're very sure, then you should get married even if you're young. But what I, the advice I'm going to give to you that I've watched many of my friends do is like, don't let this marriage define who you are because you can still be who you are and be friends with people and not be like the married girl. And I had a bunch of friends who got married really young, but were still able to like be fun and all around everyone because they didn't let like, Oh, I'm a, I'm married now. Can't do that. That's what I'm saying. Like you don't have to yeah. lose your freedom just because you're getting married. And you're if that's, your if that's what she's worried about, like you don't have to be that person. Like you can still go out with all your friends yeah, and hang out. Absolutely. Like, no plenty, one's expecting that I know of you. Plenty of married people who do that. Right. And so they're significant up with their spouse and without them. Right. Exactly. And I think maybe there is a stigma that like once you are married, like you can't be doing that. That's not true. I mean, most people, and she will learn this in a couple of years, will start to do that by themselves because they're just getting older and they don't want to be out all the time. But as a 36 year old who has gone through a divorce, General advice for everybody, not just this person, but general advice would be like get married for the right reason and not because it's like the next logical step in your relationship. Right. I feel like a lot of people just feel like, oh, it's time. Like I'm supposed to get married now instead of doing it because they found like, you know, the person that they truly want to spend, like dedicate their lives to. And even um, if you have truly found the person that you want to spend your life with, maybe you realize like, are you financially stable? Yeah. Are you grown up enough to handle being married yeah. like all of those things and most 23 year olds are not sorry to say yeah <laughs> i just think about myself at 23 i was oh there's no way i was an idiot i mean i got married at 27 and, and i think i was too young to get married just saying that yeah let's do the next one voicemail what up mailing crew uh, just a quick question for you. So what's the timeline on introducing your significant other to your family? Like you don't want to introduce them too early. That might scare them away and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, what's what's your thought on this? Thanks. What the pod? Bye. Well, what do you think? 
I have never abided by this um, or like by a timeline. And I'll be very transparent. I've had very few boyfriends, but my family is really present in my life. And um, if they all live in Austin, so it's very hard if I'm dating someone in Austin to like not have to meet my whole family almost immediately. Your family would be so intimidating to be introduced to for the first time. <laughs> Probably. Especially Will, if you were all together. Like the way Will first met my family is actually kind of crazy. Like we had dated and online or whatever. And then he moved here and we'd only known each other like in person for a couple of weeks. And he came to a wedding that all of my sisters and I were in as bridesmaids. Wait, how long have y'all been talking before you actually met? A person? month. Okay, that's not too long. And then he moved here at the end of April. and Oh, it was only two weeks. You actually. met your, your family two weeks in? Two weeks in. I didn't know that. He came. This is crazy and actually incredibly brave of him. He came to a wedding that I was in and my other sisters were all in as bridesmaids. So he sat with my parents and my brother and my two brother-in-laws. Wow. And like had met my parents for the first time. And I think he had met a couple of my siblings maybe before that. But like met everyone for the first time that weekend, actually at the rehearsal dinner. But yeah, yeah. I, the 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 way they say like uh, the the person's asked like, what's the timeline? That's not a, there's not like a specific number of days or months right. or whatever. Just I think when you when you know that that person is going to be around for a while, like yeah, you know, like it's going to be like a relationship, and you're pretty sure that then that's the time you do it. Right. Like for me. My whole family's here, so it would be awkward if I didn't introduce somebody because I am around my family all the time. But if you are living further away from like family members and you'd have to travel to go see them, then I definitely think it's when you know that person, like you want them to come home with you and right. meet your parents. Right. And you're, there's always like a little apprehension, I think, meeting parents. But if you are like, okay, they're going to be around and they should meet people. And the holidays are a great time to like kind of judge that. So, if you're in a relationship that's a couple months old and like, I I don't, if y'all are serious, I think you can bring someone home for the holidays. You know for what I'm sure. saying? Oh, absolutely. I feel like people put a lot of pressure on that because it's like Thanksgiving and Christmas and they're big holidays. But I also feel like if you're serious, you can take someone home with you. Yeah. Cause if, if you don't think they're going to be around for too long, obviously don't do it because you do that and your, your mom meets this person right. and like, Oh, what happened to Ashley? Whatever. Oh, we don't actually talk anymore. Right. You know, we, we, we kind of broke it off. It's like, oh, okay. So why did why the hell did we get all excited about this person who came to hang out with our family for the weekend and all that? Right. It just makes it weird. I I feel like I tend to skew earlier than most people though. Because like, I don't know. I, I could never imagine like moving in with someone that my parents haven't like known for a while. You know what I'm saying? Well, how soon would you move in with someone? I don't know. That has to take a while. I knew people who did it after like six months. I mean, Will and I probably would have moved in together really early had I not had to go to school. Six months is pretty early, I think, to move in with somebody. Yeah. When you know, you know. I guess I guess you're right. I don't I, you I'm sorry I don't have a good timeline, but I do think usually there are good When you know, you know. It's just gonna feel right. Yeah. You, like this person's gonna be st- like gonna be around for a while. It's also time for the when they to- want to. Yeah. Like if they're mentioning like your parents or your siblings or whatever, like maybe that's time. If they're not interested in it like that's probably not the time or the call you know i feel you yeah thoughts dave i'd like to talk about movement watches oh okay (laughs) let's do it because you know the holidays are here oh yeah 
<laughs> they happy, are here. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Movement watches. They've got you covered this season with hundreds of watches, blue light glasses, sunnies, jewelry styles, all that. Stuff your stockings, impress your fam. Why your partners or treat yourself because we know you're dressing up with the perfect gift. And Movement is making it easy, beautiful, curated gift boxes, his and hers gift guides, and free and quick shipping right to your door just in time for the holidays. Get you uh, get you some Movement shades. I'm, everybody knows I'm rocking the blue light ones because I look at a screen all day. <laughs> I, I got the blue lights, I got the regular sunglasses, and I got the watch. I got a watch, and I use them all very frequently. Which watch do you have? I, I have the... Outback, I believe it's called. Oh yeah, mate. You used to have it at one at one point too. I did. I did. I I broke it. I you think. Yeah, yeah. I think I did. You dumbass. I'm fucking stupid. They're tight. Yeah. The sunglasses. <laughs> oh my. I wear the sunglasses every the day. The sunglasses. I wear them every day. Are great. They are kind of big in Cabo. Huge in Cabo because Will like basically had to wear them the whole time. He was being blind, blinded. The watches start at $95. That's insane. Clean design, minimal, and very high quality. They've sold almost 2 million watches in over 160 countries. Did you know that, Sally? That's insane. I like the tortoise, the reveler. They've got like a tortoise one. Oh, yeah. Those shades, oh, those yeah. are very tight. I just pulled those up. Are those the one that Will has? I think they're the ones Will has, they're yeah. They're classic. Yeah. I love those sunglasses. I try to steal them from Oh, I have the same ones, actually. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. They're amazing. You know what's great about them? There's a lot of things we've we've been talking about, but you know what? What's really great about movement? How about let's just talk about their watches right now? They start at ninety five dollars mm-hmm. U.S. dollars. Sally I said that. Yeah, clean design, minimal, really quality stuff. Look, man, Dylan. I know you said it, but I wanted to double down. You on wanted it. to emphasize. I want people to know. Do you want to talk about the hundred sixty countries? I'd love to. One hundred sixty, not one hundred fifty nine. One sixty. Uh-huh. Okay, they got a clean design. It's it's so good. So clean. Well, did you guys know that they're in over 160 countries? What? I'm what? Hey, be the big winner this holiday season with a gift from Movement. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns. Nice. By going to movement.com slash mail-in. That's M-V-M-T dot com slash mail-in. Join the movement. Heck yeah. I bet, you, I bet a lot of our listeners already have. Yeah. They've been around for a while. Let me also just say, if you offer me free shipping, I probably will just buy it. Free shipping is such a wonderful thing, is it not? Free returns actually more important because, like, what if what if you get it and you don't like it? I don't return anything ever. Really? Yeah, I just I just eat the cost. Okay. Just laziness, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. To the next one, Dave. Hey guys, I work in tech and I'm on a project that's primarily based out of Hawaii. Nice. I've got an upcoming business trip to Honolulu and we're all getting there a day early so we have time to hang out on the beach together before the week starts. So my question is, what would be the appropriate swimwear for this situation? For context, the people on this trip are all in their 20s and 30s and are pretty chill. I'm 25 and work out a lot, so I have a pretty nice body. Good for you. I hate, emphasis, wearing one pieces. So this is a female. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said it like that. But I'm not sure if it would be awkward if I wore a bikini in front of my coworkers. Would like to hear your thoughts. Dylan, never mind. <laughs> what, Dave? Nothing. What do we she's in what? She's in tech? tech. I think you wear a bikini. I think you wear a bikini, but don't it can't be one of those cheeky ones. Yeah, don't, agree. don't do the modern bikini. I don't know how girls can even if you have just a, a fire ass, I don't know how girls can wear those. It's, I don't get it. 
is so aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Wear it's a bikini. so much cheek. You don't need to wear one piece. You could, if you want to, if you feel like you need to be more modest, you could always do like a high-waisted bikini or just wear a bikini and wear a cover-up. Like, and just, yeah. Yeah, wear a bikini. You're, on, you're at the beach. You're expected to wear a swimsuit, yeah, right? Yeah, guys and are going to wear swim trunks, but you know, like. Bikini is a very common type of exactly. swimwear. And so it's expected that you're going to see some skin. Everyone's going to see some skin on this trip, and that's just to be expected. Wear a sensible bikini. And Do look, not wear one that like has crazy cutouts or like weird. Just be sensible. If you're if that's what you're stressed out about is like your coworkers, you don't need to like wear a mom swimsuit. Like wear a bikini, but just don't make it a thong. And if you've been putting in, oh gosh, no! If you've been putting in work at the gym and you have quote yeah, show unquote it off. a pretty nice body. Show it off a little bit. Go off, bit. queen. Go off, and queen. And then you always can have a swimsuit cover up. And if you feel uncomfortable, then like put the swimsuit cover up on. Who cares? Yeah. Or wear like a, what's the thing you can wrap around your waist? Like a sarong. Sarong. There it is. Those are big in Hawaii. Just get that up in there. Yeah. Yeah, get that, get that up Go in there. Go for it. Yes. I'm proud of her. But I, no no cheeky. What yeah. are those called? The cheeky? Cheeky is like a word, but like literally what they are is like just straight up thongs. But well, like there's thongs, but they're like it's a half thong, half regular body. Right. Yeah. There's there's like cheeky where like you don't want full coverage swimsuit where it's covering your whole butt because then your butt looks enormous. You need to do a normal swimsuit. Cheeky is where it's like a thong, but it's like a little bit more material. So right. it doesn't go all the way up your ass crack. Yeah. So it's still on your butt, but it's basically not there. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't be doing that or like having any weird tassels or other shit like just but there's nothing wrong with wearing a bikini around exactly because you're at the no. beach you're at the beach the bikini's pretty tame for yeah modern standards. I mean, guys will be there in swim trunks and no shirt like you could skin. honestly wear a one piece that can almost look more provocative than a bikini if it's like super low cut you know what i'm saying oh, some of those yeah some of those one pieces that go it almost looks a little too there's one pieces that like look a little more sexual than a bikini just because of like either they go up so high or they go so low i agree so i think you're fine okay yeah, you're in Hawaii. Yeah. You're in Hawaii. You're not going to be the only one. You don't need to wear a burkini. That's where you wear a burka swimsuit. Oh, yes. Don't do it. You want to do one more and then we can do double bonus? Well, we have one more. Then we have a, a voice melee, Dave. Yeah. I know. I was just asking if maybe, uh, yeah, whatever. Let's just do them. Fine. Let's fucking go. What's up, Dylan, Sally, and Dave? I have a work conference coming up in February 2020. Damn right. I'm on my grind boy shit, Dave. You know what it is. <laughs> He said that, not me. And I will be flying from South Carolina to Galveston. I've never flown before, and I have no clue what I'm doing as far as planning a flight. I know y'all talk about flying all the time, and I was wondering if you guys could give some tips for first-time flyers, as well as what airlines you recommend, as well as the ones to stay away from. Can't wait to hear your advice. Love the pod. Keep up the great work. Extreme Dylan voice. Love you. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Dave. I think it's crazy that this person uh, has assume, never flown assuming before. Assuming this person's an adult, since he or she has a work conference, has never flown before. Crazy. Um, that's crazy to me. But also, if I have never flown before, never gone through security, like you know, security and, and the counter and all that, checking your bag, like it, it's kind of intimidating if you right. if you think about it, because there's there's a lot going on in in, in an airport. Yeah. You don't know exactly where to go. I think even the first time I like when I you know be was old enough to actually book my own trip. Uh-huh. 
and got and went through like the whole airport process by myself, it was kind of like a lot. Yeah. So I I get I get it is what I'm trying to say. Okay. But so it's really not that intimidating. I have a couple things. One, if you don't already, you need to get a suitcase that has four wheels on it. Four wheels are the, the best. Because I, I do not have a suitcase with four wheels on it, and oh. it is trash. Oh, yeah. Certified you trash. You got to go four. Two is garbage. I think one of our sponsors, or maybe one of Sunday Scary sponsors away, has some great suitcases, they, by the they way. They certainly do. We left them to sponsor this podcast, by yeah, the way. They, please sponsor us away. Um, away or any other suitcase that's like going to be hard-shelled, easy to pack in, easy to move around. I If you're only going for a conference, you could probably get away with like a carry-on. Yeah. I don't, I mean, who knows if you're an overpacker or not, but like you probably don't need to bring that much. But that being said, a couple things to know. One, Southwest is different than every other airline because they have open seating, which means General when you seating, book yeah. a ticket, you check in 24 hours before and it gives you a class, A, B, or C, and then a number. And it all is based on when you check in or what time. And like people who are, more frequent flyers get higher numbers. And then they board the plane, like A1 goes first all the way up to A60. And then they board B1 to B60. And you literally can sit any spot on the plane if it's open. Um, I fly Southwest a lot. Southwest is awesome. And it's really big in the South. Part of the reason it's really great is because they have great customer service and you get two free checked bags. And I personally like the open seating. So... I know exactly like if I'm a 40, like I know I'm going to get an aisle seat and that's what I want. I would avoid American airlines. Yes. Um, every, every flight that's been, that I've had that's been delayed or just straight up canceled has been an American airlines flight. Uh, they yes. are the worst about delayed flights. The worst about delayed and canceling and canceling. They'll just it, cancel. It's flights. just, it just sucks. So Southwest, in my opinion, and Delta have both will like, delay flights but they won't just straight up cancel them um okay so that's southwest the other ones like american united delta w- would be like my next choice and of those i would say either delta or united and if this guy is going to galveston which means he's flying into houston probably united is a great one because it's their hub is in houston okay um all of those you'll have an assigned seat so and a lot of them are like you know you book a ticket and then you can pay extra for leg room or whatever. So that's pretty self-explanatory on the site. The one thing I will say is never book a basic economy ticket on any airline like that because they don't let you pick a seat. So, and you don't get a carry on. So you might think you're saving 50 bucks, but really you're not getting to choose a seat and you don't get to bring a carry on with you. So at once everyone's checked in, they just randomly assign you a seat. So you'll be like in a middle seat and you can't bring anything with you. Those also have extra fees like added on. So any checked bag will be about $25. So just keep in mind when you're looking at prices, if price is the important part to you, sometimes Southwest can seem like it's more expensive. But if you're checking baggage, it's not. Like if he's going to go golf maybe in Galveston, Southwest is a great option because of free check bags. Um, that being said, it might, if it's his first time flying, like doing one of those other airlines where he can like have like, 8D and like know exactly where he's going can be a little less stressful. Um, I personally like Delta a lot and I like United. 
I agree with you about American. My only other thing I'm going to say to this guy is do not, for your first time flying, like go on some cheap airline like Frontier or Spirit or Allegiance because one, you're going to get screwed with fees because they their tickets may seem cheap, but then they're going to charge you for a seat and for a carry-on and to print your boarding pass and all this shit. So it's going to end up being more expensive, but also like their customer service is shitty and that's just not what you want to do. So go with somebody who's already like well known. And then the other thing I would say is if you can get a direct flight, I would just do a direct flight because connecting sucks and gives you a higher chance of a layover and your bag getting lost and all of those things. It's a pretty good synopsis. Thank you. I don't know what else needs to be said. I mean, there. I don't know if you've seen my Instagram, Sal Gals, <sighs> my travel blogger. We've all seen your, your Instagram, Sally. You but may- I, I'm, I'm pretty good at this stuff. Did y'all bring this up? Um, he's worried about like planning the flight and stuff. If it's for work, don't don't a lot of like they have people who do that for you. Typically, yeah, and it make you book your own shit. Yeah, he should check on that too. And if that's the case and you aren't a frequent flyer of any of these things yet because you aren't because you've never taken a flight, get a frequent flyer number of the airline that they're going to book you on and then make sure that they put your frequent flyer on there so you get the points for the trip. (laughs) Yeah. Savvy. We just do a lot at this person. Yeah, but you're welcome. All right. We have a voicemail left. Let's get it knocked out, and then we'll get to the bonus questions. All right, let's do it. Hey, Dylan, Sally, and Dave. This is Megan from Dublin. I'm hoping to get your opinion on the best way to spend an overnight layover. This weekend, I'm flying back to the States from where I live in Ireland for a family wedding. I touch down in the early afternoon on the East Coast and don't catch my connecting flight to the West Coast until the next morning. I decided to take advantage of the time to myself and combat the jet lag, hopefully, by booking myself a massage at the Four Seasons where my dad was putting me up for the night. My sister is making fun of me for being, quote, too bougie, but I can't think of a better way to spend 16 hours in a random city than with a little self-care. Would love to hear your thoughts. Thanks, guys. Bye. I love this move. It's a great move. It's Very smart of Megan. Is her name Megan? Yes. Yes, okay. It's Uh, very smart. I love it. Um... Since you have an early flight, it kind of rules out like going out. I mean, I, I you can still have like well, I would have a glass of wine. Too. She's by herself. Go to a nice dinner. Yeah, I mean, I I, I was this happened to me recently, it as we all it. know. Thanks to American. Uh, think because American <laughs> delayed my flight six hours and I missed my connection to Cabo for the Lily Drew wedding. Uh, I was stuck in Phoenix for the night. Um, had a flight early the next morning and I spent it by I went out to dinner, had a nice dinner. I had a steak actually. Nice. Uh, I think I had two glasses of wine and another glass of wine back at the hotel. And I was asleep by like 9.30 and it was perfect. So she's staying at the Four Seasons and getting a massage. My other move, if she doesn't want to go out to dinner, is like, I love, love getting room service. Like if you're at a bougie hotel, she's already like, lean into the bougie thing. Just be bougie. Like if you don't want to go to dinner or you like only want to go, if you want to go like be in the scene, like go have a glass of wine or something have dinner but like if you're exhausted there's nothing wrong with just going to the hotel ordering room service and some wine up to your room and like renting a movie that's a great also night. a solid move i love staying this at actually ho- sounds really dope. i love staying in hotels by the way i do too it's my shit and like especially if you're like it sounds like it's like the beginning of her trip so you're like excited you're like gonna do some self-care i love this plus like she said this gives you a chance to catch up on the old jet lag situation exactly which stinks yeah 
Um, I'm into this move. Yeah, she's killing it. Yeah, do way you. to go, Megan. She's Let from, us know what you do. I want to know. She says she's from Ireland, but she's not from Ireland. Because she they, lives in Dublin. She, doesn't have, an, she doesn't have an accent. She's from I the States. Know. Yeah, she's going home for a wedding, she said. Okay, I wonder yeah. how long she's been in Ireland. Oh, no. You pick up you pick up a little bit of accent after a while. Probably. Right? Yeah. Will's friend Paul kind of has an English accent a little bit. And he's from Michigan? Uh-huh. But he lives in London. You can sometimes hear it, especially when he's around his girlfriend. Um... No, I think I think what you're doing, Megan, is great. I think more people should do this, like honestly, but especially when like long flights like this. Yeah. Because going like Dublin to the East Coast straight to the West Coast would be terrible, and like the way she's breaking it up is really smart. So she gets to the West Coast and is like fresh and not like a I, zombie. Ireland to the West Coast is <coughs> like an eight hour difference, probably nine hour time difference. Uh, eight or nine. Probably, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I think us to England is six. Six. From the East Coast, it's five. Yeah. Right? So probably yeah, eight or so. nine. Okay. Um, You're killing it. You're, this is not bougie. You do whatever, do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, this is great. I'm, I'm, it I've is gotten, bougie, I've and I love it. I've got massages for myself. Yeah. Um, Shit. One of my bonus questions actually plays off of the two last things we've talked about, or the okay. last two questions, which is travel. And um, being that I traveled on like two of the busiest days of the year this year, Wednesday and Sunday, which were could have gone worse, I will say. Mm -hmm. My question is, what is your biggest airport pet peeve? Or like, what do people do that like people, things, et cetera, that like really just ruins the airport for you? Because I tweeted a couple nights ago, like, what would you do to like fly private? I would give a lot of things to just never have to be yeah. in an airport again. Cause I just, especially I think it's always on the way home, like on the way there you're excited. So you're not like thinking about how gross it is and how many people there are and like how annoying everything is on the way back. You get real critical. Um, I'll tell you mine. Okay. Well, I have a couple, but one being in Cabo, the Cabo airport is trash in my opinion. And there are no food options, like, at all. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. Like, if the only thing you can eat is, like, a bag of bugles from the freaking Hudson News, that is an issue. I'm hungry. You know what I'm saying? My other issue is what my sister lovingly referred to as gate lice when... <laughs> People, they announce boarding and people just like go up and stand next to the door, even though like they're not even close to being called. Like, and like, it makes you feel like you need to be up there. Right. You're like, you're well, shit, like yeah. I'm going to get screwed now. And I find that people say like Southwest boarding situation stresses them out. Southwest boarding situation stresses me out less because like I know when I'm getting on the plane with like every other airline when they go by groups and like First of all, you're like group two, but there's seven groups in front of you. And it's like platinum elite diamond status, like blah, 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 delta, whatever, one club. And then there's like somebody in group six, but they're standing way up by the door. I'm like, do I need to stand up now? Like so that I can get bored when I need to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I Those people give me such bad anxiety. I think one of my pet peeves, and this is actually just generally but it it's more amplified in an airport and a plane setting is just people who people who lack spatial awareness. Yes. They, they are just in the way they don't understand like the flow of things and where people need to 
get you know walk and situations yeah. like that i mean the airport and in, in a plane it, it's it gets worse also people on the plane who think that it that they have like an audience mm-hmm. they they talk to the person next to them but they're talking like they want everyone within a 15 foot radius to hear what they have to say yeah that they're just trying to be funny or whatever and it's like this this isn't your time this isn't your plane we don't want we don't care about what you do have you to talk say. to people on planes only if they initiate same I, I keep to myself i wear headphones for a reason yeah but i mean i'm open to conversation if they if they want to go for me it. me too but i'm also like i but i'm I also give off like, don't talk to me vibes yeah you know i just if i don't have my headphones on i'm just you know staring looking down at your and, phone yeah yeah. So, yeah probably my phone or whatever um do you have any dave um I really i hate when there's a lack of um outlets when you're waiting oh that's Some a out, rough airports one. are better than others but that's a pain in the ass and you're like looking and then you have to go sit on some obscure wall yeah indian style or i guess yeah. oh, excuse me crisscross applesauce sorry don um <laughs> it's just like uh, airports just I have this heightened awareness of germs in an airport, and I just assume everything is super dirty. I wash my hands frequently. Um, it kind of grosses me out when people, and I don't know, they have no other option, but like they have to wheel their suitcase into the bathroom Ugh, and have it right next to them. It's sick. like, it's just like, I yeah. don't, it's, it's gross. That, and also the etiquette on the, um, uh, luggage claim, baggage claim. Oh, people just like lose sense of what they're doing. I, I watch people blow their shoulders out too. Like, They'll realize after it goes by, then they'll reach across you and they'll rip it back, no. and it's like their forty pound bag. Yeah, just, you could just cut up ahead forty feet; it's going to come to you. It's yeah, back. you're saving maybe two minutes, probably not even that much time. Another one I have, I just remembered, is uh, people who dress like it, like they just studied all night for finals and like pajamas, basically. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? People who like, like they go to the library in college, uh, like trash. They, they wear like slippers and pajama pants. Like we get it. You've been you studying all you night. You don't need to dress up for and the there airport. Are people but like, like wear clothes. I want to be in ultimate comfort mode on my flight. So I'm gonna wear slippers and and sweatpants. Yeah, like you look like you look like trash. A lady on the fl- on the flight home. First of all, Nashville is a certified trash airport, and I think the terminal we were in, which was the Southwest terminal, is like under major construction. So it was awful. I know we have a lot of Nashville listeners. So maybe the, I think the, the airport's going to be nice. But like when we were there, it was awful, which it makes you really appreciate Austin as an airport because it's a great airport, Love the as airport. is Dallas Love, which is also a super nice airport. But this lady got on the flight with like a full on actual pillow, like pillowcase and all. And it was like, we get it. You're here to travel and, but and like, be comfortable. She had it. <laughs> she was in bulkhead. And the the flight attendant was like, you need to put that up because you can't have anything in your lap or like in front of you. And she was like, well, it's a pillow. And she was like, well, it's not a neck pillow. Like, So she put it up. But then like this lady's pillow was like on the ground oh. and then like touching everything. And then her head was on it. And I was like, oh, my God, there's just so much. Worst airport you've ever been in. Worst airport? Yeah. Um... Oh God, I'm probably O'Hare. Oh, like as I, a, I kinda, a Baltimore? No, no, Baltimore had an Arby's. I I kind of asked you just so I could share mine. Uh, Santorini, Greece. Uh huh. Oh my God. Awful. It it. There's no AC. Oh. And there's there are like probably fifty places to sit, and it's small. As yeah. You can imagine probably fifty places to actually sit down, but they they have hundreds of people in there at a time. No AC. 
it was uh, the restrooms were so disgusting that we couldn't even use them. Yeah, it was so bad. I was just like sticky and Ugh. it was actually I'm going to change terrible my answer. Experience. I said O'Hare because O'Hare stresses me the hell out. Like I get just it's so much going on, but it's not a terrible airport. The worst airport, in my opinion, is Cabo. I fucking hate that oh, airport. That's not Dude, a bad the, uh, airport. No, Getting that your- Cabo, that get, when you're departing in that airport, it is yeah, the worst airport. They, they have no con like it. I must have been flying out at a really convenient, like an unpopular time because it was wide open. It was a really easy for me. No. The Southwest gate was a nightmare. And also Southwest, the way they board that because it's open seating is the worst situation because you get, you board, but then you go on a bus, then you get on a bus and drive to the plane, then you get off the bus and then the whole boarding thing they lined us back up this time, but half the time it's just a free for all. And last time Will and I were there, they opened both the back and the front entrance oh. to the plane, and people were just like swarming onto the plane at a rapid clip. It was, oh man. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the bus driver this time, because uh, I had A and Alyssa had B, so I get on and I end up getting on the bus and I have to, I stand like right next to the bus driver, and he starts driving off and he looks at me, and goes. Do you have a? He goes. Do you know what flight number this is? I was like, uh, I can check my my boarding pass, and like I showed it to him. He's like, Oh, okay. And I'm like, Why are you asking me? Like, like you should know go this. The wrong what if I wasn't standing here? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, that was bonus question one. That was All really right. just bitch sesh number right, what one. What you got now? Here's my first of many. I guess probably three more Christmas themed bonus questions because it's a the holiday season is upon us. You guys, if you could only watch one Christmas movie ever for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? You can't watch any other nothing. It's got to be only one. Oh, boy. Um, Probably Die Hard, right? (laughs) JK. Oh, gosh. It's probably going to be a Christmas story for me. And not because I think it's the best movie of all time. But it puts me in the Christmas spirit like no other movie is able to do. It like reminds me of being a kid. Yeah. When, we, when I was a kid, we would just watch it over and over again. And it just makes me just really it puts me in the spirit of Christmas. And that's what I love about it. But not it's not the best movie. It It's good. Yeah. But very nostalgic. It brings back happy, happy times. Dave? Probably vacation. Christmas vacation? Yeah. Yeah. It's a classic. It's a, it's a solid. That I have like five Christmas movies that are probably my favorite and always on rotation. Maybe six. And Home Alone, Love Actually, The Holiday, Christmas Vacation, Family Stone, and The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Did you say Love Actually? I did say Love Actually. I watched that the other night. I think if I had to go with only one, I'm really torn between Love Actually and Home Alone. But I think I would probably do Love Actually. Love Actually is really good. I do love Home Alone though, and I didn't. I hadn't seen Home Alone till I was like twenty, which is insane. Wow. I think I'd seen parts of both of them, but I'd never watched it all the way through. Like we weren't really a Home Alone family when we grew up. I don't know why. Yeah, we were a Christmas story family. That's why we were a Christmas vacation family. Got a soft spot for it. Yeah. All right, that's all my questions. Hey, if you guys go to washmedia.com/slash/shop. You will not believe what you will find on there. Dave, have you seen I'm it about yet? To go, hold on, I'm going to go to it's it. It's live. 
and it is fantastic. Let me see. I'm not even, I'm not even going to tell you what's on there. You just got to go look. It'll blow your mind what's on there right now. And there's a little sale going on, too. Wow. What? What's happening right now? Are we losing money with this sale, Dave? Do we know? Whoa, I just saw what's up here. Yeah, we're definitely losing money on this. Yeah. Good stuff on there. Go check it out. Um, yeah, that that's it, folks. You guys have fun? I had a great time. Always oh trim God. your wicks, it says. It does. It does say that. One of it's a, a Jewish <laughs> sweatshirt, I, I believe, for Hanukkah. Hanukkah, you can Christmas just say. is wedding. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. It's in our faces are on it. So <laughs> I, I don't know why I call that a Jewish sweatshirt. <laughs> Only Jewish people can wear it. <laughs> Dude, I'm getting it's that. Just one. A, it's just a Hanukkah sweatshirt. Is what it is. Oh my god. Oh boy, have you not seen these yet, Sally? I have. I heard that these were happening, and I knew what was on them, but I hadn't actually seen the designs. I kind of love the "I was inverted" one, which is just Santa Claus with reindeer, <laughs> and he's well, he's inverted, like like um, <laughs> like he's Maverick. So stupid. Don't forget to cop that Jewish drip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fun. Oh, classic. All right, again, the hotline number eight 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 three six two. 6245 and you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio at Mail and Podcast. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>